Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. It is episode number 150. That's right, another milestone, episode number 150. My name is Alex Reamer, and it's fitting that on episode number 150, I'm starting with a big show announcement. It's not an announcement that I wanted to make or planned on making, but the realities of the business are what they are. Outsports will no longer be publishing podcasts at the end of February. Uh, Vox Media is changing its podcasting strategy, and unfortunately, we are impacted. So I'll still be podcasting here under the Sports Kiki name, under Outsports, through the end of February. And then after that, I will be elsewhere because uh, I do plan on continuing this show, albeit in a different form. I host a sports media podcast called Sports Media Mayhem for Odyssey Sports, my other job working for Odyssey. Uh, But I love podcasting about gay sports and talking about gay sports, gay issues through the years, almost three years now. We've had on guests to talk about Provincetown, bachelorette parties taking over gay spaces, jock straps. So we've had, we definitely have expanded beyond sports on this show from time to time. And on the next iteration of the show, I do want to do that. So look, I'm 30 years old. I've been a professional journalist, media person for about 10 years now. And I've been through a lot of this stuff. I've been through a lot worse. I've been laid off. I've been fired. Uh, If it could happen to you, it's happened to me. And if you're in this business for any period of time, uh, you are certain to experience something like that. So in that, on that scale, this is pretty minor. I'll still be working at Outsports as deputy managing editor. The site does not change at all, and we're very fortunate about that. Just uh, sadly, our podcast division is going away. But between now and the end of February, I will have an announcement for you all on what I'm doing next, what the next iteration of the show will be, because I'm viewing this as an opportunity to expand and start something bigger and better. And as I mentioned... I will definitely let you know about that as the weeks go on here, and we're going to plan to promote the hell out of the new show on Outsports, along with the new shows that our other contributors are sure to develop if they want to do that. So yeah, I'm obviously sad, disappointed that our run is going to come to an end, but I'm also excited for the next show that I'm going to start, uh, because I think it's going to be even better than this. So I'll... uh, I mentioned that because I want to hold myself accountable, and now it's out there in the world, so I will. Between now and the end of February, when we sign off here under the Outsports banner, I'll have information on where you can find me next. Don't you worry. But a couple of notes I do want to hit on, getting back to the topics of the day, Sports Kiki, episode number 150. We've had a lot of Tony Dungy talk the last few weeks, and that will continue this week. The Dungy files just uh, keep on getting longer, as they say. But earlier this week, I wrote a story about a pro hockey player named Louis Rowe, who played briefly for the Peoria Rivermen of the ECHL. That's the East Coast Hockey League. It's a mid-level professional hockey league. And Rowe was released this past week for sharing a barrage of extreme, and I mean extreme, anti-LGBTQ content on Twitter. This guy's Twitter stream is so vile. He was released after he insulted the Kalamazoo Rings, another ECHL team, for changing their logo to Pride Colors to celebrate their Pride Night, like many teams across pro sports, but that commonplace gesture apparently triggered Roe. He tweeted, quote, I knew the Quings were soft, but I didn't know they were gay, trans, and soft. And if you look through his Twitter feed, that's really one of the more tame messages. He's 
quote tweeting libs of TikTok like crazy, that awful Twitter account that outs gay teachers and humiliates them and makes them go viral. And it's just so gross, so gross. Uh, you know, libs of TikTok tweets out pictures of the pride flag and the progress flag and, you know, Louis Rowe quote tweets it, you know, first grade, how old is that? Five, six, demonic. Uh, all these awful memes about LGBTQ people. Um, one leftist, stop calling us groomers, also leftist and shows gay men in harnesses and pup masks at, I'm assuming, some kink festival. And it's just really grotesque, gross behavior. I wrote this in the article. I'll say it here. This is the most outwardly anti-LGBTQ behavior I've seen from a pro athlete since joining OutSports just about three years ago. And I think it's the most outwardly anti-gay behavior uh, we've seen from a pro athlete in quite some time. I mean, Louis Rose Twitter feed is vile. I don't think he'll have a future in the ECHL, and he shouldn't have a future in the ECHL. He clearly hates gay people. And ask yourself the question, if he was tweeting horrible racist crap, uh, would he still have a pro hockey career? Absolutely not. And rightfully so. So the same standard applies to when you are constantly tweeting about how much you hate gay people. This awful homophobic stuff. Uh, Groomers, sexual predators, you name it, it's probably on Louis Rowe's Twitter account. And if you're going to tweet like that, tweet hate like that to a group of people, uh, sorry, you don't have a right to have a professional hockey career. So Louis Rowe released from Peoria Rivermen this past week. And I would say good riddance. You most certainly, he most certainly will not be missed. That's for sure. Um, Speaking of hate against the LGBTQ community, Tony Dungy. The Dungy files continue. This past weekend on NBC's NFL coverage, Tony Dungy did issue a statement regarding uh, his insane tweets last week in which he uh, said that students in schools are identifying as cats and using litter boxes, bringing up that awful anti-LGBTQ trope. Uh, that really just is meant to belittle trans people and say, oh yeah, you know, boys are girls, girls are boys, and oh, they're cats too. I mean, just so asinine. And then at the March for Life rally last Friday, D- Tony Dungy actually invoked Damar Hamlin, saying that, you know, Damar Hamlin could have died on the field, but innocent babies are killed every day. Like, I mean, grotesque, grotesque. But NBC did nothing. Dungy was back on their coverage last weekend, and he posted a statement on Twitter as well. Quote, I saw a tweet and responded to it in the wrong way. As a Christian, I should speak in love and in ways that are caring and helpful. I failed to do that, and I am deeply sorry. The follow-up question, of course, would be, all right, Tony, who are you deeply sorry to? Are you deeply sorry to Christians? Are you deeply sorry to general NBC viewers? How about being deeply sorry to the LGBTQ community? All right? How about that? I mean, there is nothing regretful about his statement other than getting caught sharing mean-spirited, anti-gay beliefs out loud. That's it. Dungy's talking like someone who's just sad they got caught. And Kevin Blackiston of the Washington Post wrote that Dungy apologized to his NBC Football Night in America colleagues, but not to LGBTQ people. NBC News reported that LGBTQ employees at the company requested that Dungy apologize on air. But the network declined. 
They issued an internal memo, and that was it. Much like Dungey, NBC has refused to address the LGBTQ community directly. And again, as I've said the last few weeks about Tony Dungy, this isn't about we want Tony Dungy fired or even want Tony Dungy disciplined. It's more about can NBC address this? Can NBC, I mean, clearly they're okay with elevating Tony Dungy despite his anti-gay views. So if that's the case, they should answer for it. Why does NBC think it's okay to elevate somebody with these kinds of views against a vulnerable group? Why? it's, It's an open question. I don't know the answer. We don't know the answer, which is why we keep asking NBC. But yet NBC doesn't provide us with any information. They just give us the, ignore us, move on, hope the story floats away. But our work has shown over the last few weeks that this story is not going to float away. Tony Dungy's anti-LGBTQ beliefs have been out there for quite some time, and it's hitting, hitting a fever pitch. He has one of the most prominent NFL analyst jobs out there. And yet, just last week, he's tweeting about kids in schools identifying as cats. Again, NBC, do you have any comment about this whatsoever? Dungy can't behind it, can't hide behind his religion with that one. That's a hateful comment, plain and simple. Spreading a baseless conspiracy theory meant to discredit and demonize and demean LGBTQ people. And nothing, nothing really from him, nothing from NBC, except apparently some internal memo. Please, 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 please. And that leads me to the final point I want to talk about today. Ken Schultz, one of our great contributors at Outsports, wrote a fantastic column this week that got a lot of play, and rightfully so, titled, Sorry, There Is No Hidden Agenda in the LGBTQ Shade Thrown at Tony Dungy and Ivan Provorov. Provorov, of course, is the Flyers defenseman who refused to wear the Pride warm-up jerseys before their Pride night a couple of weeks ago, and... Ken has a lot of great lines, as he always does, but this one caught me. That's right. The gay agenda is back, and this time it's coming for your mediocre defensemen and your monotone studio analysts. Yes, it is. And the point of Ken's column is that, you know, whenever something like this happens, you know, Ivan Provorov gets criticized for not wearing a Pride warm-up jersey, or Tony Dungy gets criticized for tweeting anti-LGBTQ conspiracy theories, Um, you know, you have your typical group of reactionary right-wing sports media people, Clay Travis, Jason Whitlock, who's become one of them. I'll throw Chris Broussard, the NBA reporter, in there as well. He tweeted, in trying to cancel Tony Dungy, are y'all saying Christians, Muslims, and Jews who hold to historic Orthodox beliefs of their faith are no longer welcome in mainstream society? If we can tolerate working and respecting those with different beliefs, then you must tolerate us. No, Chris Broussard, you are missing the point entirely. Nobody is saying that religious people who have orthodox conservative beliefs are no longer welcome in mainstream society. Nobody is saying that Tony Dungy doesn't have a right to tweet what he wants, to speak where he wants. Nobody is saying that Ivan Provorov doesn't have a right to not wear a pride jersey. But what we're saying is they have the freedom to express their beliefs, and we have the freedom to express our disagreement with their beliefs, and we have the right to 
uh, deliver backlash for their beliefs. That's what we do. Um, you know, nobody's trying to outlaw a biblical worldview. These is not, you know, woke, woke minds uh, coming for you, canceling poor Tony Dungy. I mean, it is, and it is telling, and Ken wrote this in his story, that whenever you want to defend inclusion in sports for a lot of these people, for the Clay Travises of the world and the Whitlocks of the world, I mean, Whitlock said a few years ago that Roger Goodell should free the gays in the NFL. So I don't know what's real with Whitlock or not. I think he's just buying for attention at this point. But, you know, the Clay Travises of the world, you know, they always go to that, oh my God, you want LGBTQ inclusion in sports? You're attacking all of Christianity. (laughs) I mean, really? Because you're saying on a pride night, it would be nice if all the players bought in and wore their pride jerseys. That is an attack on Christians everywhere. That's an attack on religious freedom. Really? Really? No. That's a tip-off that this is not about morality. This is not about a right to express beliefs. This is about power. And this is about the power for those, like the Clay Travises of the world, to close off sports to LGBTQ people. We are not trying to spread an anti-God agenda because we want to be included in sports. <laughs> We're not. As gay sports fans, we just want to be able to enjoy the product and not watch it and go, oh yeah, that player hates my community. And unfortunately, gay Flyers fans now have to live with that whenever they see mediocre defenseman Ivan Provorov. No one's saying he didn't have a right to not wear the pride jersey, but now, like, if you're a gay Flyers fan, how can you cheer for him in good faith? How can you feel good about doing that? I know I wouldn't. So that's the point. There's no woke agenda. This is not some Marxist takeover of the sports world. And the fact that the arguments even go there tell you again that this is not about LGBTQ inclusion. This is about something greater. These people do not like gay people. They do not like LGBTQ people. And any effort to include us is, uh, is, is, is they view as an affront to uh, civilization itself. I mean, there's no other way to put it. These grandiose extreme arguments that, oh yes, it would be nice if Tony Dungy did not tweet that students are now identifying as cats. And that goes to, oh my God, so if you're now a conservative Christian, you can't exist in mainstream society? I mean, the fact that it even goes there tells you that they're not interested in having an actual debate because the actual debate would be, okay, why are you against LGBTQ inclusion in sports? And, you know, the only way you could be against it is if you are anti-LGBTQ. But they, of course, don't want to say that. So they go towards, oh, well, you're just you're just discriminating against Christians now. No, we're not. Uh, we know discrimination. <laughs> and I would say that Tony Dungy, Ivan Provorov uh, are not getting discriminated here. No, no, no. So good on Ken for writing the fantastic piece. And I encourage you to check it out if you've not already on Outsports. The title again is, Sorry, There's No Hidden Agenda in the LGBTQ shade thrown at Tony Dungy and Ivan Provorov. So that's a wrap for me this week. Thank you for listening. Sports Kiki, episode 150. If you want to get in touch, my Twitter handle ain't changing. At AlexStreamer1 is my name there. That again is at AlexStreamer1. As I said, between now and the end of February, I will have an update on where you can find the next iteration of the show. But until next week, so long, everybody. Talk to you later.